Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of Archivist Bets on Sexy Witches, a podcast from the Grape Girls' perspective. And ladies and gentlemen, it's madness. Um, somebody is very, very choppy. Make sure you keep that down, guys. Um, so thank you. Uh, so welcome to the Halloween Horror Movies Arathon Madness, which predates the uh, Archivist Bets on Sexy Witch podcast pa- uh, by seven full years. It started in October of 2007, and here we are in 2017, and we are still doing the madness. Yes, it started on MySpace, eventually moved over to Facebook, uh, where most of the core group survived, and then it kind of exploded from there because I met some very important people that would make the madness much larger than I even thought I could imagine. But before we get into the madness, we got a couple, some house cleaning things to do, as my friend uh, Phil Perron would say on Dark Sessions podcast. So let me bring on my sexy witches. Uh, first sexy witch, she's in Clifton Forge, Virginia, regular on the East Coast Horror Con circuit, and my partner in crime, a self-professed superfan of the Marvel Universe and horror films of all kinds. Look for her as a featured zombie in the Plan 9 Outer Space from Outer Space make, uh, remake. And on her private pages on the web, please welcome to the show, the sexy porn witch, Erin Marie. How you doing? Welcome to the Sexy Witches. I'm doing great. How are you? Fine. I'm having a, a madness. What about you? Just a little madness beginning here. I'll go full-blown madness in October. Oh, well, you know, this is just the warm-up. It's all just starting. This oh, is yeah. the beginning of... Halloween season is finally upon us. Hooray, hooray. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna move on to uh, my other sexy witch and let you uh, – she's going to be doing in and out for this podcast, but she should be listening to most everything. So keep your ears, Marie, Erin Marie, because a lot of this has to do with you because you are actually a contestant in the madness this year. So, uh, so moving on to my other sexy witch from – Seattle, Washington. She's an aspiring film maker. She's an artist and a published author. She's a horror geek to the extreme, a fan of comics, gaming, and a live-action role-playing. Look for her writings on her blog and in Living Dead magazine. Look for her art on her store envy page, Meryl Mindy Crafts. And look for her geekery on her new YouTube vlog, I can barely say vlog, Jump Scare. (laughs) 
Please welcome to the show the sexy werewitch Queenie Todd. How you doing? <laughs> oh, I you know I'm hanging in there. <laughs> hanging in there. It's madness yeah, time. Uh, we we made I know, to but our- my body doesn't know that. Can you tell my body it's, it's madness time? <laughs> it's not catching up. <laughs> hey, body, it's madness time. Thank you. <laughs> Remember, though, today you asked about non-alcoholic pumpkin drinks, and people blew up that thread. So, so uh, you'll, you 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 got things going. So I think you'll be okay. We'll get you. We'll get you in the fall spirit soon enough. So, um, so before we get into the madness, I do want to mention two things, and then we'll talk about if you have guys have anything quick before we move onward. We'll start our madness talk officially around nine thirty ish. And for people listening to um, that are going to be potentially contestants to the madness, we'll be posting approximately 11 p.m. tonight-ish the rules to the madness on the Facebook page, um, Halloween Horror Movie Madness Group. And at that point, click the link and then comment, I'm in, it's madness, whatever, and you can get in. Uh, so that will all happen starting at 930. Uh, it's two points to listen to this if you stream it but if you're listening live right now it's three points and if you call in after 9 30 it's five points for you towards your overall scores so woohoo it's madness time now um sexy witches do you remember mike lombardo he was on the show a couple of times yeah he also and he also does uh he's a regular on scares that cares well, um, yep. I have some really good news. He's been painstakingly working on his um, I'm Dreaming of a White Doomsday for like a good couple of years, and they finished the edit this summer. Uh, he was accepted into his first major uh, film festival. He's going to be at the Nightmares Film Festival in Columbus, Ohio, which, by the way, played Circus of the Dead during the match. I last saw that. Year. <laughs> that yeah, fucking so, cool. Um, yeah, so... Uh, October 19th through the 22nd is the film festival. There's about 180 selections this year. Uh, Jason Toxaville, I always mess up his last name, I'm sorry, sir. But um, he actually is going to be in the FP with me this November. So I get to meet him in person um, on the film shoot. So that'll be awesome. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So uh, we, we're both like, woohoo, we're going to be in the movie together. You know, so I've been calling him. <laughs> Jay Toss because that's his like name. I still have to figure out my gangster name. So, but anyway, he's Jay Toss now. Um, now closer to home, another thing, sexy witches. I had to tell you about this because um, if we were doing a community calendar, one of my media convention picks would definitely be Baltimore Comic Con this weekend coming up. Uh, starts the twenty second, uh, but not for the normal Comic Con thing. Though I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen and sexy witches, Frank Miller is the headliner. Which that itself is the reason to go to this thing. I mean, Frank Miller is wow. awesome. But but what's really cool on Saturday evening for a separate ticket, you can buy a ticket to see Linda Carter, and she's going to do her lounge act. She's doing two sets, and uh, you know, so uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that Wonder Woman became quite a famous lounge singer after uh, after she uh, left the TV. Uh, so. Uh, I would love to see Linda Carter perform live. That would be awesome. So if you're in the Baltimore area and going to Comic-Con, there's still tickets available. I did check this afternoon. Go see Linda Carter sing a lounge act at Baltimore Comic-Con. I think that would be awesome. What do you think? Sounds good to me. I know. I mean, I, I, I adore 
Linda Carter. And I know that a lot of people, it's easy to poo-poo on the more campier versions of Batman and Linda Woman, but they were my first, so they get props for that, and I really enjoy uh, you Linda Carter. got to appreciate the classic. Oh, my gosh. She, I mean, the spinning thing, dun 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 Wonder Woman. <laughs> I mean, all of it was so badass. It was great. So Too many that's cooks. what's all going down. Erin uh, Marie, I can hear you. Uh, do you have anything you want to talk about? Actually, I did find a new show on uh, Netflix that I burned through the first season, which I think was only six episodes. I mean, it wasn't that bad at all. But, you know, there's a lot of returned from the dead shows on, like The Returned and 100, and there's mm. a couple other out there. But this one is called Glitch, and it's from Australia. Not only does it have a way better storyline than all of the other ones I've seen, it's got, like, this whole mad scientist aspect to it, which is really cool. But the people can't even leave the in the first episode where, like, literally he's crossing the bridge and just crumbles into dust. So check that one out. That's the only thing that I really have at the moment because I've just been kind of watching TV a lot. That one really struck me. So that is Glitch, right? Right. Glitch, yeah. I, I've seen uh, it run through my thread and, and, and it sounded promising. Uh, once again, a large pile of stuff that I never have time to watch, uh, except for I am totally getting the Rick and Mortys in, which is great. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Rick and Morty, everyone was poo-pooing on 30, season three, but the last two episodes have been pretty darn solid. So and oh. it's just getting better and better. And I, I just, I love that show so much. I don't know. Um, I do they have some big news on the so team. Well. Oh, and they stride the envelope. They sometimes cross it, then they reseal it. I mean, it is just yep. <laughs> oh god, they're just badasses. Uh, and um, I, on the same vein, which um, they haven't, I don't know if they're going to ever do an honorary props because I've noticed that they do a lot of props to other like science fiction shows. Red Dwarf, which was one of the first comedy science fiction series, one from Britain, is about to drop a twelfth season this October. And I just don't know what to do with myself. I can't another another season of Red Dwarf. And uh, you know, if you've never seen Red Dwarf, folks, go back and watch the shit. It is so funny, especially the first four seasons. Oh my God, they are the best. They're short, sweet, twenty-two minute episodes. Funny as hell. Uh, great cast. <laughs> it's just so much fun. I'm gonna bring Erin Marie dropped, and now she's back. Oh, everyone's dropping and coming back on. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's the joy of driving and podcasting. Yeah, well, you know. Quinny, so I heard you had some live-action role-playing you were doing. Oh, man. So the last game I played was Spite, which is a game that is slowly wrapping up. But it's not over yet. It's still got two years to go. And it's just been this kind of really epic, high-intensity LARP that evolves out of this really great idea from a bunch of my friends who put the game together. And I've just watched this thing become really popular in the Pacific Northwest. Like people will come from all over from Canada, you know, everywhere to to go to this game that only happens like twice a year. Yeah. Twice a year. Thanks, honey. (laughs) Husband, help me. (laughs) I heard. Hi, Ben. I heard you. <laughs> that's Ben is good. <laughs> that is Ben the Brony. And um can you ask him if he's excited for he's the My Little Pony movie? 
The My Little Pony movie drops in October, too. Uh, he's kind of dropped out of the pony thing. He's gotten bored. Uh, like, well, he likes it I, still, I, but it's not his thing. Oh, well, it's last, morphing is his last thing. last couple seasons haven't been anything like what was came before. You know, it, it went True. straight for fan service and forgot itself a little bit. At the same yeah. time, I... Anything with Kristen Chenoweth in it, I'm gonna watch, and she's in it. So I, uh, you know, gotta gotta give it out to my homegirl. And of course, Tara Strong is my favorite voice working female voice actor. So I mean, so there's that. So I, I'll probably, and my daughter, of course, is like, you know, she's still only eight, gonna be eight in October. So she's still like, yeah, we're gonna go see the ponies. So. Okay. <laughs> So, um, so you LARPed, and then you had some yeah. other things happening. Uh, jump scares. You've been very busy with that. Well, I've been so busy with that show. Jesus Christ. But so I realized that we were going to do the madness really, really soon. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should give myself a week of a break at least, like, <laughs> before I do more crazy marathons, you know? Because, I, you know, I go crazy during Halloween. It's what I do. Every year I do this. I even do the freaking game when I don't get points for it. I do it because it's well, fun. <laughs> well, same well, here. I, I, do, yeah. I do a full summary and everything because I use it as an yep. example so people can follow mine. Uh, so, you know, uh, this, this year, year, just so you know, there are seven teams if I also get a team this oh year. Oh, God. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This year I'm doing I'm doing video summaries instead of my jump scare my normal jump scare reviews. So they'll be shorter, but you'll get to have me tell you all about them in a video. <laughs> my in my Fabulous. way. Fabulous. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. That'll be fantastic. And uh, so uh, is there anything? Like yeah. I've got a couple well, uh, special treats for my my YouTube channel that I'm gonna do too. So. That may involve cool. makeup looks. Maybe, maybe. So, um, yeah, uh, Blood Drive, I did try to uh, actually watch it. And... What do you think? That's <sighs> crazy. I, you, have to really bu- you have to buy onto the premise. And the yep. most part, I can. Here's the thing. Don't you think how they feed the people into the cars is a little bit messy and, and wasteful? <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> it's mean, ridiculous. It, it's not made it, to make it, sense. It's like a, I mean, it's Grindhouse it's at its best. It's just silly. I, I, I'll, I'm going to try to stick with it. I can see why it's a cosplayer's dream. I mean, there's a lot oh God, of opportunities right? for, for great grindhouse and steampunk fusion-y stuff. You know, it's kind of cool that way. But I, I don't know. The premise is so over the top. Uh, <laughs> that's what like, the point is. I think that's probably why it was too good for this world. <laughs> Maybe yeah. One season is out. Oh, by the way, yeah, I have much. a I have a new banner for you too. Uh, Frank Bounding oh, did me. your banner first, so I'll, I'll share that with you later. It's very similar to what I did, Thank but he just uses he has better fonts than I do. Thanks, so, Frank. Uh, yeah. You're the best, yeah. bro. Thanks, Frank. Yeah, and 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 I dropped the banner to the madness on the page and the poster i'll yes. drop it right after air so frank browning does my posters every year so we're all really excited about that 
Uh, let's see. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we move on? Because it's 916. We still have a few minutes. Um, you know, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, well, I wanted to give a shout out. I don't usually talk wrestling on this um, on this podcast. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, wrestling and horror tends to actually overlap occasionally. And I was a considerable big fan of, of wrestling when I was a younger person during the Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, up through the Undertake era, uh, Undertaker era. Um, and, Undertaker. And, one, and one of the people who <laughs> I was passed, all about the Undertaker. Uh, I, I'm oh, no. just so verklempt over Bobby the Brain Heaton dying at 72 years old yeah. a couple days ago. I absolutely adored that man. Uh, it made me really, really, really sad to hear he passed. He was one of him and Gorilla were two of the funniest like commentators I've ever heard. They had the best chemistry, and if we could even be half as lucky to 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 have banter like that, uh, we're going places. I mean, it's really sad, and you know, and, and a lot of a lot of fans of wrestling are very bummed out about that. So I wanted to give a quick shout out and rest in peace to Bobby the Brain Heenan. So, uh, did you ever watch wrestling, either one of you, in that time period? Oh I did hell yeah, eighties, yeah. I was an Undertaker kid. I had everything Undertaker, and then I was a Kane kid when Kane came out because they were brothers. Then they should be together, <laughs> and then they fought each other, and it was so much drama. <laughs> <laughs> so much drama, way too much drama. Uh, yeah, yeah, wrestling so is just really... a soap opera with the body slamming. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, two thousand seventeen was kind of quiet in the first half of the year, but now. Uh, people are dropping like flies, and it's terrible. Uh, and we've lost some really big hitters. Matter of fact, I I changed up one. I added a last minute wild card. We'll talk about that when we get there to the wild card list because someone suddenly passed, and I was like, oh, I got to make sure I acknowledge him. So, uh, but we'll talk about that soon. Um, it's nineteen. We're actually ahead of schedule. So I'm all excited Ooh. about that. Um, maybe I should well, talk about. Well, did anybody about, else um, see it besides me? I'm still uh, waiting to see it. <laughs> I haven't see it. seen it. I haven't seen Mother. Uh, Mother yes, got an yes. F on I need the cinema to see too. I saw um, that. You saw it? No, I mean I saw the F rating, which is kind of ridiculous. I'm just thinking it's a bunch of people that didn't know what the fuck they're seeing. I mean it's a Darren well, Aronofsky, so it's going to be a little bit obscure. My, uh, that's where I'm looking my, for. My most edgy friends, the ones that can handle the avant-garde stuff, like they're really far out them. Nobody knows how they feel about this movie, and and they keep talking with each other about it. But I actually think that that makes it a success because. If people have such a strong reaction to this film or are just like thinking about it and discussing it days and days afterwards that it has struck a chord, whether it's an F or not. I mean, some of my favorite movies have gotten Fs, like uh, Schizopolis got an F, uh, Solaris got an F. I mean, there's a lot of movies that are good that get Fs. So, or interesting that get Fs. So uh, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I I just and it'll probably do really well on streaming. Just wait, people are gonna you know they're gonna all watch it streaming. And we're like, what's this movie with Jennifer Lawrence? I will. Herself, you know, you know, yeah. So I'm you totally know. watching streaming. 
So it is funny watching the studio and fight defend this film against the the, the uh, establishment and the establishment going. Eh. But you know what? If Darren Aronofsky, if he didn't add a little bit of controversy to his films, it wouldn't be his style. I mean, this guy directed Requiem for a Dream for crying out loud, one of the most disturbing movies I have ever seen. <laughs> you know, so yeah, you right know, there. he's not he's not. He's not known for making movies about gumdrops and lollipops unless you're stabbing someone in the eye with them. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so there's all that going down. Um, all right, let's see. I'm trying to think. Oh, and the Emmys got a huge upset, and I'm really happy. Uh, the um, even though Game of Thrones is always like on the top of my list Emmy time, uh, that Handmaid's Tale upset Game of Thrones and won Best Drama at the Emmys last night, uh, uh, two nights ago. So that was kind of a big deal. Not only did they win, yeah. it's the first, it's the first streaming platform to win an Emmy for Best Drama. So it kind of breaks the mold for that. It's kind Have you of had a chance to watch one of the episodes yet? No, it's another film on the list. The pile, it's a big pile of TV. I'm kind of saving that because that's going to be a and big one. And Big Little swept really big too. Each well, but the um, but the uh, I'm saving some things for the madness. And The Handmaid's Tale is going to be a uh, it's going to score. Be a, you know we're going to at least get two points an episode for that, or you know at least a point an episode for The Handmaid's Tale. So because uh, it is accepted during the madness of dystopian future. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll, uh, I'm, I'm kind of saving it. There's a lot of movies and TV I'm saving that are 2017. Like, I'm going to save the rest of Blood Drive for 2007, you know, for the madness. And I'm saving that. And I might restart the, um, Man, in the, High, uh, the, the Man in the High Castle, the, the, the Nazi parallel universe show. You, do, uh, the, you know which one I'm talking about? Man in the High Castle? Is that nope. the one on Amazon Prime? I think so, yes. Yeah. So um, I haven't seen yeah. it, but I know what you're talking about. I watched the first episode. It's kind of interesting. Once again, I get to the first episode and don't get to the rest of it. Um, <laughs> there was two people at AwesomeCon cosplaying Nazis from that show, and they got kicked out of AwesomeCon because you couldn't tell that they were cosplaying the show Unless you notice the tiny little like film reel in their hands, or audio, you know, reel to reel in their hands, you know, which is like this major uh, prop in the film show. So it was kind of interesting. I was like, "What? They got kicked out?" Because people were like, "Ah, you look too much like real Nazis. You're out." (laughs) I was like, "Okay." Yeah, it was interesting. Um, There's pick. You can go and find them on Facebook if you're so interested in that. So, um, well, if you're gonna dress as a Nazi, be a Nazi zombie. Well, you know what's funny? There's yeah, not these zombies for some reason are allowed. Um, my my friend Alex was telling me about the furry controversy last year. Uh, there was a major furry convention shut down because there was too many Nazis, and it turns out that like furries and Nazi supremacy go like there's a lot of crossover. Who knew that would be? But there's these group of people that dress up as foxes, as Nazis at the furry conventions and call themselves foxlers. And it's like this big hmm. thing. Uh, dude, go look it up. I know. It's it's like Nazis are taking over cosplay and furry. It's really, really bizarre. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, anyway. 
I digress, but I'm filling time here. Um, it's 9.23, so let's take a quick madness break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to start this. It is time to talk about Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness. The heavy, heavy monster sound. The nuttiest sound around. So if you're coming off the street and you're beginning to feel the heat, well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est, rock-steady beat of madness. One step beyond. Well, we are back, and that was One Step Beyond by Madness, which is my neutral theme over the year when I'm working on the madness before I decide how the madness is going to be played. What is the madness, and why does it matter? It doesn't really matter. Bragging rights. It's a lifestyle. It's an insanity. It is a madness. But it's a 10-year-old madness. We've been doing this for quite a while. Started as just me on a whim. I've been playing a version of Madness with my father all my life. And I just, for a lot, decided to put the madness on my fa- on, on, on MySpace one day. And people started playing. And it's, well, it's gone to this 10-year thing. And started with just a lark and now there's posters and giveaways and anything you can possibly think of all sorts of great stuff and um this year's the title of the halloween horror movie marathon madness is 10 years of fears so from 2000 i posted my first madness in october 2007 
And it is now 2017, so 10 years of madness. So it was pretty obvious what was going to be the theme for this year. Um, I was very sure it was going to be the best of the madness, so some of our favorite movies and stuff are going to pop up during this year's madness, the movies of the past 10 years and and TV, because a lot of stuff, especially in horror, has uh, been phenomenal in the last 10 years, whether we admit it or not. We got American Horror Story. We got Walking Dead. We got um, Penny Dreadful. uh, We got the the AO. We got 100. We got – it can go on and on, uh, you know, what kind of, like, science fiction and horror we got over the last 10 years. And some of my favorite directors have directed things in the last 10 years, including uh, Neil Marshall and Christopher Guest, uh, you know, or Christopher Smith. Sorry, not Christopher Guest. Haha. <laughs> Wrong guy. <laughs> but um, So there's been a lot of amazing uh, film in the last 10 years. And, and uh, it's also uh, 30 years out was 1987. In 1987, it was a very important year for my horror culture, as I like to say. It was the first time I started watching horror on a regular basis, and it was the year that The Lost Boys, Near Dark, and Hellraiser all came out, as well as one of my favorite films of all time, Evil Dead 2. Excuse me for a second. All that happened. Uh, so I have also decided to honor some of those films because I also happened to be at through the 1987 panels that Scares It Cares this year. So that stuff crept into the madness as well. So I write the rules every year around my birthday. My birthday is the end of August based on the theme. And um, every year there's basic rules to the game, but every year the theme will change how we score the madness. And um, But, folks, ladies and gentlemen, and sexy witches, if, if you can watch a lot of films, a lot of horror films, and then blog, lightly blog about it once a week, you can play the madness. If you can watch a lot of films and do this once a week, you can win the madness. And you only have to post four times the whole madness. So we'll talk about what you're posting when we get to it. Let me bring on our first caller. You, hello, you're on with the Sexy Witches. Hello. Hello. Who is hello. this? Hello. What is Hi. that? What's up? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, our first caller of the night. He is, I actually have an intro for you because I know he was going to call. Let me see if I can find my intro. I lost the intro to you. Ah, I dropped it on the floor. That's what I did because I was like, he's not calling it now. Yeah, yes, of course he is. All right, so this man who just called in, he gave me my start in podcasting as part of his Rondo-nominated Dollar Bin Horror Radio. His, um, his love of horror and science fiction is only a little bit larger than his love for the sports teams of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Look for his e-novel, Primitive Glow, available on a Kindle near you. Please welcome back to the show and the madness Dr. Dollar Eric Ben uh Dollar Ben Eric Polk, how you doing, sir? Welcome to Second hey, Wishes. Hey, glad to be back. Been a while, I'm but so, I'm so glad to hear from you. And uh, you are officially in a contestant this year, right? We're grandfathering you in. Um, just so you know, folks, because he called in as a contestant, even though he's going to help me with the rules tonight, he gets five points. 
for calling in today. And you too, if you are thinking of becoming a Madness participant, uh, maniacs who call in will get five points. If you're listening to the show live, you'll get two points. Just make sure you say, hey, I listened to, or three points, sorry. Make sure you know, let me know. And then two points any other time once during the Madness. If you, haven't listened, if you don't listen to it live, you can listen to it later uh, and get two points. So, uh, so welcome to the Madness, Eric Polk. You know what this is like. Yeah, this is uh, year number seven for me. So, year feels, number seven. Yeah. yeah. yeah year number. So you came on three year uh, in the year three, which would have been uh, ha- is that the hack and slash year? Hack and that, slash, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, hack and slash year. Uh, hack and slash was our slasher year, and a lot of people came on in that year, uh, including um, James Harris, who passed this year at age 36 to a rare cancer, yeah. buff cancer, um, but also Damn Nathan right. Hamilton, son of Sally Lloyd, uh, and a lot of other people uh, joined the Madness. Uh, even Sean Burkay, who is an annual contestant, has been doing it for 10 years. I even saw that Jenny Shermie uh, Richards, who was our original uh, sexy witch on this show, uh, she's uh, actually joined the Madness group again. So I wonder if she's going to play as well. And she did every Madness up until about three years ago. So there's a lot of people chomping us a bit to be part of the Madness this year. And we don't want to scare off the newcomers either. So let's get this bitch on. Let's talk about the Madness. Are we ready, Sexy Witches? Let's do it. All right. Come on, guys. Sexy Witches, give me a howl. Come on. Oh. Well, at least uh, Cleanie gives me a howl, so that's good. Oh, no, and there's Erin Marie. She drops again. Ha, 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 ha. So hopefully she'll come back. She's been in it. We knew she was going to be in and out. So, all right. So we're going to start to read the rules. Now, before I get into the rules, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and sexy witches, just so you know, don't get hung up on them. They, They look and sound complicated, but they're really not. It's just like... When you play Monopoly or another game it's, or, or, or a tabletop role-playing game, you know you have that very complicated book on how to play the roles. But basically, once you know them, uh, you kind of can play it on your own. So use it like the top of a tabletop box. Only refer to the rules when you need to. And there are certain parts of the rules you should know a little better than others, and we'll talk about them when we hit them. But first, let me talk about Dun, dun, dun. The basic game. This here's basic game. So this is the rules that never change. This is basically how you play the Madness every year. And this year's Madness will start at on Sunday, October 1st, and um, at 12.01 a.m. all time zones. So it doesn't matter what time zone you're in, you can go, uh, the Madness starts for you on Sunday, October 1st at 12.01 a.m. And usually I stay up and I bring in all the madnesses in the United States starting at midnight because that's a tradition I've done every year. This year it ends. Sun, folks, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yep. Okay. My phone, I don't know if maybe someone's trying to call me. Oh, yeah, they are trying to call me. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, I keep hearing a beeping and I'm worried I'm going to lose my if – if I lose, let me know, and I'll try to call back in. So hopefully I won't get dropped off. So I've been dropped so, three what, times so far. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been bringing you back. So wrap something dead. Okay. Okay, so once again, Sunday. Start Sunday, October 1st, and the madness will end sunrise Wednesday, November 1st. 
That's once again, sunrise Wednesday, November 1st. However, your last summary will not be due on that day, and we'll get to, um, get to that in just a minute. Uh, Maniacs starting on Sunday, October 1st. We'll watch nothing but horror, certain accepted genres, and, and Halloween-related films and television. As many as humanly possible, as many episodes, many movies, as much as you can get in. It's pretty liberal what I consider, and there's a list on the rules of subgenres you can look at. And it's not limited to that list. That's just a suggestion list. Other subgenres that would obviously fit our theme would be accepted as well. Also accepted our films and televisions not directly related to horror and Halloween, but maybe associated with our theme or an element. For example, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz has a very scary traditional Halloween, which because of that, I would accept um, a Wizard of Oz as dark fantasy, and it would be accepted for points during the madness. Uh, once a week, though, here's the big one. You will be required to write a short weekly summary. Okay, so this is where everyone gets a little freaked out. Don't work too hard on these, ladies and gentlemen, and sexy witches. Don't work. Make them as short as you want or as long as you want. Some people go really crazy and write really long ones. Don't, you don't have to do that. You just, there'll be some basic requirements, and I'll talk about those in a minute. But you'll, once a week, you're required to write a, a short weekly summary containing what you want. You will turn that into your team judge. Everyone is sorted into a team. We have uh, six judges this year and can potentially have a seventh team if we get enough people. Um, you, turn your, you turn your weekly summary into your judge. Your judge scores it. They turn their scores into me, and then I write a score sheet up with who, where you rank in the madness for that week. Um, mo the maniac with the most points at the end of the madness wins the madness. Those are the basic rules. Points. We'll talk about the point system in a minute. But that's the basic game. So we have 12 basic rules, and this is what we'll give you our details. So once again, number one. <clears throat> Ready? Number one. First week starts on Sunday, October 1st at 12.01 a.m. East all time zones. All time zones, right? Um, right. 12.01 a.m. all time zones. Second, uh, the second, um, the last week ends Sunday, Wednesday, November 1st, all time zones. Once again, it's also when the sun comes up, it's over. So you have all Halloween night to watch as much horror as you want. Three, and this is important for this year, maniacs must post your weekly summary once a week on a Facebook note, the group page files, or their personal blog. They need to link it to the Madness page and tag me, the head hauntress, which is my real, my real name, Elizabeth Catherine Gray, or, and your team judge, whoever that will become. So, And do that in Facebook because we want to make sure we see your post so you get credit for it. <clears throat> Number four, those blog and notes should be titled The Madness, 10 Years, Week, and whatever. Um, you'll do four of these during The Madness, so four weekly summaries total. <laughs> Number five. Maniacs must post their weekly summaries by the end of the day, every Sunday, all time zones for films to count. So at the end of the so the next our next Sunday, every Sunday is when you're due. So the uh, so the first one isn't due. Let's see, I did I should say when is the next one due? So madness starts on the first. Your first weekly summary will not be due until the end of the day on the eighth. 
So that is your first summary is on the 8th. I've actually had people give me summaries on October 1st. It's like, what did you watch? Five films? No, no, no. Gotta wait. So then the 8th is going to be your first weekly summary, and there will be four summaries. So the 8th, the 15th, the 22nd, and the 29th this year. That's when your, your summaries will be due. So, but don't worry about that. We'll get to it more later. Um, you can post early for summaries in the week. So if you want to, if like, let's just say Sunday you have a bad day or you have to work or something, if you want to turn it in early, you're welcome to do that, but you can't post late. But once you post, your madness is over for the week. You can't add more after you've posted your summary. So if you post early, you risk losing points. Um, now, for the first week, because there's something called secret films, which I'll get into a little bit later, um, I have a, a, a minimum also on the first week. Uh, I don't like people posting too early and trying to get the secret films before everybody else. So the earliest you can post on the first week is Friday, October 6th, at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, yes, there is a time zone in this one. Friday, October 6, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the first time that people can post the first week summary. After that, though, summaries go back to there's no minimum for the rest of the uh, madness, just that first week. Now, bloggers, I know there's a lot of writers, a lot of writers. Eric Polk was one of them for sure. Writers use this as a writing exercise. Queenie, you do that as well, right? Sometimes this is a this oh, year yeah. you can do videos, but you usually I'm do doing this as a way here. to yeah. But you do writing a lot to keep yourself uh, sharp, right? So yep. let's just yep. let's just say bloggers. If you've written a review for a horror film that was posted like you saw earlier, but it posts during a Madness Week, you are actually allowed to use that as long as you conclude in your weekly summary. Like if you saw a pre-screener for a film that was coming out that weekend. I will allow you to put it in your madness. So you're allowed to count it because, you know, just because you accidentally got to see a film earlier, you got a screen, you had to review it. I don't want to penalize you for that. So um, number seven, here we go. We're getting into some very specific for important ones. Okay. So here it is. This is what your weekly summary needs to contain. And then I'll, I'll go for questions. Weekly summary, your blog or your notes should have the film and episode titles you watched for the week. TV season or film year. Um, that's important this year. So make sure you conclude which season it is or which film year it is, okay? Runtime, extremely important any madness because the point system is based on the runtime of what you're watching. Some kind of rating. can be any rating you want. We just want to know what you thought of the film. Thumbs up, thumbs down, three severed limbs two severed limbs, a bloody stool sample, whatever you want, you can, you can use that as your rating. And then your justification for bonus points and wild cards. We'll talk about bonus points and wild cards in a few minutes. Um, estimated point values are optional. So if you get hung up on the actual point system itself, don't worry. You are not required to put the actual point value. You can try. It actually helps us but don't have to do it. That is up to your judges to do. So don't worry about that. And then you only need a couple of sentences per film. 
you don't have to write entire like blog entries on one entry. Just write, you know, you know Friday the thirteenth, you put the basic stats and go, ah, you know, this is a piece of shit. I don't want to watch it again. That can be a review and that would be completely acceptable. We just want to know what you thought of the movies because really the madness is not about winning, it's about the conversation of film. We're here to talk about movies with friends and like minded individuals. Now, this is another important one for 2017. Uh, the film week this year is once again usually, and this is every madness, Sunday to Saturday. So, uh, you know, your, 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 your first day of the week is Sunday, your last day of the week is Saturday, and then the next week starts on the following Sunday. So, however, um, the final week ends, once again, sunrise, Wednesday, November 1st, uh, which is normal. But because it's the middle of the week, and I have something very special planned for us for that week. <clears throat> we'll get to that soon, too. Woohoo! I'm so excited on that one. Um, the, there actually is a four-day grace period, a day, period this year. And the final summary is not actually due. And get this, guys. Sunday, November 5th. So you have four full days extra after Halloween to get those summaries in. So don't be late on that last week, ladies and gentlemen and sexy witches. Don't be late because it, you have a lot of extra time. And, but, and once you turn in that final week summary, your madness is over. But if you do have watched anything in that week in the grace period, you're allowed to include it if you haven't turned your summary in. So there's also on the week four summary, we'll talk about this in detail, there's a Stranger Things 2 challenge in the final week. So, and, we, and that is definitely going to come into play. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, if once all those summaries are coming and the judges have scored, do we have any questions from my uh, listener pool right now? Any questions? Any um, questions? Mm, let me think. Um, let me think here. Well, we haven't got we haven't gotten that we haven't gotten that far into the rules yet, so I'm going to wait till right. we get to a certain point. Okay, so let me keep going then. Um, so what, let's just say once, like Eric Polk and Aaron Marie have done summaries and they turned them into Queenie, who's a judge this year. By the way, Queenie, what's the name of your team this year? Blood Drive. <laughs> blood Drive. Dun, dun, dun. That's why we were talking about Blood so, Drive earlier. So, so yes. Yeah. So, a 2017 <laughs> brand new TV show, Rest in Peace, way too soon. So, uh, you know, so, too beautiful so Team world. Blood Drive. So, let's say Eric and Aaron are both on Team Blood Drive, and they do their summaries for the week, and they turned them in on time, on a Sunday, on time. And, and Queenie is very thankful because she hates looking for those stragglers for six points, or uh-huh. something, which does happen <laughs> all the time. So they turn all them the in. Time. She reads them. She scores them. She gives me the scores. And then with those scores, I announce a weekly individual winners, team winners, and overall winners for the weeks, and the cumulative winners for the whole month. Slow and steady maniacs get the best chance to win that way, and the one with the most points at the end win the madness. The overall team winner, the team with the most points, the head of that team, that team judge, gets to help me with the theme the following madness. 
So that's what they win. So there's an incentive for the team judges to help their team. Mm -hmm. Now, judges in the madness are not like the judges in American Idol, where they sit there and they tell you what, how much you suck or what you could do to improve your pitchiness, okay? They're closer to what they had in the X Factor, like mentors. So they take a group of people and they're te- reading their summaries, but they also, judges are there to encourage you, to give you suggestions. They are allowed to suggest films for you. This is not hoard, we don't hoard films. Everyone shares their knowledge. It's about enjoying very the films and watching judge. them together. Yes, we want Drop to make sure they Sometimes your best friend. My teams yes, love me. Ju- <laughs> and, and, and Queenie has won judge, judging, I think, twice, right? Your team has won yep, twice, yep. including yep. the only all-girl team we had one year. Uh, and, yeah, so, uh, so you've won twice. Eric Polk has, has been uh, a, a team judge as well. Uh, he's, I don't know if he's won, but he's got, he's always shows very well. So he's had Tanya on his team, <laughs> which is yeah, one God, yeah. champions. <laughs> All right, folks, are you ready? We're going to talk about the point system. Here we go. What's the point system? Okay, the point system. We count that based on hours watched. So, for example, most feature films over one hour, so 61 minutes, are worth two base points. Okay, so most horror films are an hour and a half. That hour and a half film is two points. So that's your base point. Base point for a feature film is two. Um, if it's longer than two hours, if it's longer than a normal feature film, you can get more by rounding to the closest half hour. So, for example, if you watch a two hour and 15 minute movie, you would be, it'd be worth two points. But if you watched a two hour and 16 minute, so it clicks there, 16-minute film, it would be worth 2.5 points. So that's your base point. So we round up. Um, and we never round down. Our, our slotted television is worth one best point. Half-hour slotted television is worth a half of a base point. And I will have a scoring sheet that I will add to the Madness pages uh, in a day or so that gives you the breakdown of the point system if you're interested in that to see how it works. But so once again, most, most feature films are two points. Horror, uh, most television hour long is one point and most base point and most half hours are point five. And count that like you would with commercials. So if it was a, com- te- a show that was on, co- on commercial television and is only 40 or some minutes, with commercials, it would have been an hour, so we count it as it had the commercials. So it would be still one point. Um, and, of course, like a, a show like Stranger Things, which has a 49-minute, 50 episodes, those are definitely one point. So films don't have to be first watched, so they don't have to be new to you, but you can only count a film once during this year's madness. So you can watch Blade Runner. Well, no, not Blade Runner. It's not a good example. What's a good movie with multiple cuts? The Burning. The Burning. Okay, so The Burning is Video Nasty. The Video Nasty list from Britain is going to play very prominently in this year's madness. Uh, the Burning has a couple of cuts. And, uh, and uh, so sometimes I allow people to watch multiple cuts depending on the year of the madness. Not this year. This year you can watch The Burning once. Once you watch The Burning once, that's it. It doesn't matter what cut you are. Once you, once, you can only count it once during the madness this year. Any questions? <coughs> Not right now. 
Not right now. So um, not only are we allowing genres, um, I also want to say that anything that's played at Fantasia, Fantastic Flesh, or the TIFF uh, Midnight Madness lineup, uh, they're also accepted for points in the match. So anything that's played at Fantastic Fest, Fantasia in Canada, Flash Film Festival in Germany or Australia, I think it's Austria, and the TIFF Midnight Madness lineup. So we can also count those. Just make sure if it's something really weird and obscure, just say, it played at TIFF. I'm like, okay, I'll accept it. So um, once again, sometimes there'll be a film that doesn't quite fit the madness theme but or, or doesn't quite fit a horror genre but might hit the madness theme. Um, if you if you think you have something that should count, you are welcome to contact your judge and me, the head huntress, uh, and argue a case for films. Uh, children's films get argued about all the time. Uh, films that are in genre uh, that not in genre but they're in theme, um, unlisted wild cards. So like something that might be associated with the wild card list but not directly on it. For example, one year um, during the video British Nasty List, we did an entire season on the 82 film, or 72 films of the British video Nasty List. Uh, and um, I found, I bumped into a Western, was directed by one of the guys on the British video Nasty List, and I was able to argue to get points for it. So there, there is ways to get things that aren't necessarily horror um, it, uh, to count for points in the madness. So, um, so that's how we do, that's how I pick our films. So let's see, Eric Polk. Let's say, mm-hmm. what would be a good film in the madness that isn't necessarily horror but might count for points this year that you can think of? Um, I mean, we brought, we brought this up before, but uh, let's say uh, 89 Batman, that would be a good example. Yeah, because I usually do accept Batman because Batman's a, a bat, and, and he's, his character is supposed to instill fear in people, and I love bats. But uh, And also, it has a lot to do with Halloween and costumes and stuff. So I take comic book films on a case-by-case basis. I usually accept Batman. I definitely would accept something like Spawn. Uh, Marvel can be edgy. I do usually accept Thor because Thor is a pagan god, and pagan films are accepted as a subgenre during the madness. So films like The Wicker Man definitely count. Um, or Robin Hood of Sherwood, the TV series from the 80s of Robin Hood, I'd accept that. So, uh, you know, so there's things along those lines. Um, let's see, where was I? Uh-huh. Um, I? Once again, I also said that Wizard of Oz would count. Anything with the devil as a character is accepted, and this includes comedies. And there's quite a few comedies out there that have the devil as a main character, including one with Whoopi Goldberg. You know, so um, and be dazzled. You know, so if they, if there's um, tenacious D in the pick of destiny, I accept that mm. because David Grohl plays the devil in that. Um, the legend, the dark fantasy film, would be accepted anyways, but definitely darkness. He was the devil, was star of that film, and he was actually on our poster two years ago. So I, uh, mm. you know, so so you know, anything with the devil uh, count can count for points. Now, let's just say you're watch, um, watching something that doesn't quite fit in the madness. Um, there is sometimes a way to get it to count for points, and this is kind of important. So here we go. And I will do the, I will put these in their own in, in a smaller file so you can go right to the wild cards and those points of the madness 
so you can read them separately. Um, what is a wild card? We're going to talk about wild cards. So what is a wild card? A wild card in a, in a, in a, is, a, is something that changes normally in card game, right? So a wild card is a person associated directly with our theme this year. Or, and um, this year seems pretty broad, but you'll see there's some pretty heavy hitters on this list. Um, if a name is on a wild card, which that means you can watch anything they've created, acted, directed, written, distributed, produced, starred, featured, or a likeness appears in, no matter the genre. So out of, out of genre, out of accepted genre, so something that isn't normally accepted, like let's just say a straight-up comedy. There's no devil, there's no witches. It's a straight-up comedy, but has one of the names on the wild card list, you can actually accept it for the base points. And it is worth, also gets up to it gets one of the ten bonus points we'll talk about later. So um, a while an average feature film that's a wild card would get no more than three points unless it hits the highest point values. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so example of a person that's on a wild card list. Uh, let's see, Queenie, who's our only permanent wild card? Uh, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, the yeah. King, baby. Man God, the King, hail to the King. Bruce Campbell is hail the permanent the King, wild card. <laughs> Evil Dead 2, which is having its 30th anniversary as well. It came out in 1987. Um, Bruce Great Campbell year. is my favorite actor. Uh, amazing year. Um, and so <laughs> Bruce Campbell was in Burn Notice, which is not anywhere horror. There's no horror in Burn Notice. It is a straight up spy drama. Uh, if, if Bruce Campbell wasn't in it, it would not be accepted for the madness. But because Bruce Campbell is a wild card, you are allowed to watch that show for points. So an episode of Burn Notice, because he's in it, would be worth one point plus one additional bonus point if you wanted to get it, um, if you watched it. So you could, watch, you, could, you could binge the entire season of Burn Notice and get some points for it if you wanted to. But what's the fun in that? Let's watch as much horror as you want. Actually, though, honestly, it can be a lot of fun. One of our uh, uh, contestants who's been doing this every year, folks, John Burkay, he um, actually calls, we, we named him King of the Loop Hills back in the day because he actually goes and deep dives into people's catalogs to find the most obscure things he can on the wild card list to get it to count, and he talks about it. So you can actually play the madness just watching wild cards. What's the fun in that? This is a horror movie watching contest, but it can be fun. But honestly, throw some horror in there because that is October, and that's what this is all about, Halloween horror movie marathon madness. But getting back to that, let's talk about who is on the wild card list this year. And, folks, it's a doozy. There is a lot of people this year, and it's kind of crazy. So wild cards. Putting closing. I don't know what's going on. Ooh, ghosts. Okay. So Bruce Campbell, as we mentioned. Now, this year's theme uh, mascot film is, uh, we did, I forgot to tell before I get into it, before I get into the wild cards, um, this March Madness, we actually did a contest, a virtual contest with 24 movies to see what would be the mascot film of the madness. And this year's mascot film, chosen by you, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, happened to be my favorite film of all horror film of all time dead alive aka brain dead 
So not only is Bruce Campbell on the list, because Brain Dead um, got chosen, Peter Jackson is also on the list. So you can watch anything that's related to Peter Jackson. Um, Malcolm <laughs> McDowell is on the list. Stephen Ooh. King is on the list. Um, Anna Ferris is on the list. Winona Ryder. Sean Astin. Paul Reiser. Joel Edgerton. Kenneth Walsh. One of our current favorite cutie pies right now, Ethan Embry. Go see him at the horror conventions. He's so adorable. Um, some of my favorite people, Stellan, Bill, Gustav, and Alexander Skarsgård. So all the working Skarsgårds are wild cards this year. Stellan oh, is... He played the devil at Davy Jones in the Pirates of the Caribbean film, so that would count. Bill, of course, we know what Bill is. He's in himself. He plays Pennywise. Gustav uh, uh, Skarsgård plays Loki on Vikings, which is accepted as a pagan film, as pagan television, you know, pagan and, uh, you know, uh, well, you know what I'm saying, pagan gods and stuff like that. And then, of course, Alexander Skarsgård, not only is he a very popular genre person and he's in Pretty Little Lies, which will be a wide card selection, he's also Eric and Northman and True Blood. The only reason why that show, I stuck it out for the whole run, was Alexander's card card. So all of them are wild cards. Uh, continuing onwards, Chuck Connors is a wild card. Jim, Gemma Arth, Arth, uh, Jenna Archer, I always mess up her last name. Arthur Archerton, Gemma Archerton, she, uh, Arthurton, you know who I'm talking about, right? Uh, I got the, like, oh my God, I can't remember, I fuck up her name. Teresa Palmer, Melissa McBride, hmm, Walking Dead, Every anyone? Uh, Sigourney Weaver, Jessica Lange, one of my favorite cutie pies in the last couple of years as well, John Gallagher Jr., love him, love him. He's been one of my favorite things in the last 10 years, and Recently added, rest in peace, Harry Dean Stanton. He's also a wild card. So, now Gemma, Gemma Archington, she was in a bunch of, um, she's in a bunch of uh, genres. So let me tell you who it is. You'll know exactly who it is as soon as I say her name. I can't believe I messed her up. I'm so sorry, Gemma. Arturton. I can't ever say her name right. Yeah, she's really cute. She stars in all sorts of stuff. What is she starring? She's a British chick. Uh, she was, well, she was in Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, and Clash of the Titans, so she's been in some pretty terrible movies, but she's also been really cute. She's also in Prince of Persia and Quantum of Solace, and she did a bunch of uh, vampire horror films that were really, really, she was in The Voices, and she was also in The Voices in 2014, which is actually a pretty interesting movie, so, uh, oh, the Ryan Reynolds Reynolds one? Yes, the Ronald Reynolds thing. So that was fucking uh, you know, great. So, I watched it last Madness. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, and she's also in Girl with All. And the reason why she's on the list this year is because she's in the Girl with All the Gifts. So, which is like an amazingly good film. And we'll talk about Girl with All the Gifts another time. That's another. I'm sure that will come up in our top tens at the top of season four. So, <clears throat> do we have any questions about wild cards? Did I say it clear enough? Do you think they okay, so out there? Okay, real, qu- real quick, so I'm going to ask for any newbies that happen to be listening that are going to be joining in. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned Stephen King. So say, like, since he since the Shawshank Redemption is based on his novella of the same name, is that a wild card? Uh, 
Yes, that would be considered because he he helped, he wrote the novella. He's associated with it, so you could watch Shawshank Redemption for the base points. And if it has any of the ten, one of the ten uh, bonus points, you can get up to three points for that title. So yes, absolutely. Uh, okay. So Steve, yes, so Bachman moved. So Richard Bachman, so that also means Stand by Me uh, would count for the Madness mm-hmm. this year with River Phoenix. So Stand by Me was the Stephen King. But thinner yes. would count as well as uh, the Running Man. Yep. Thinner count, Running Man, which is having its 30th anniversary. It's 1987. Uh, matter of fact, I just listened to the projection booth. Just did a special on Running Man. It was really good. I highly recommend listening to it. So, <laughs> anybody else? Anything else? Should we keep going? All right. So Do every we- year I have to, I have to augment the rules every year to make them fit into our theme. And so here's our amendments for this year. And some of these are the same. Like this one's almost always the same. If a documentary, Mondo film, or reality television show fits into our overall theme, I will accept it. So what was, there was that, uh, uh, you know, so like Beware of the Slender Man. If you watch that, you definitely get points for it. I count that. Um, Docs and Mondo. elevator count? But they're not eligible for bonus points because they often show clips of films, and that would just be too hard for me. So documentaries and Mondo films are not accepted for bonus points, but they are accepted for base points. However, if you're watching a doc or reality television directly related to our theme, and once again, or a wild card, you can actually get the full points for it. So our theme, once again, film, if it's specifically on a movie from the last 10 years, or if it's a zom- or if it's a, if it's a documentary or mondo specifically about zombies based on our mascot film Dell Alive, or if it's a wild card like you turn on a, a show and you see uh, a Bruce Ca- uh, there, there's an interview with Bruce Campbell you can count that episode of whatever you're watching so um, ask your teen judge if you're not sure or ask me because that's what we're here for we'll let you know if we'll accept it uh, now, a lot of people like, around this time of year, like to watch horror shorts and trailer reels and serials. I couldn't agree more. I love horror shorts. I love trailer reels. I love all that stuff. But, unfortunately, it's too hard for me to count them if they're under, under a half an hour, all of cart. However, if you decide to watch a collection of shorts or reels together, I will count it for the entire runtime of the shorts you're watching. No bonus points. So if you watched an hour, an hour long trailer reel, you get a point for that. If you watched um, two hours worth of horror shorts at a film festival, you get two points for that. Pretty simple, straightforward. <clears throat> now, wild cards have a loophole that used to be a hidden loophole, but I just decided to make it obvious, you know, because once again, I said that wild cards are only except one bonus point. We have 10 bonus points in the madness and you can hit only, you're only allowed to hit one of those bonus points for a total of three for a normal wild card. So something that's like, you know, some romance film happened to count and there was a bonus point and you get three. However, we have something in the madness called the automatic triple bonus. And what that is, and I'll get more detail in a few minutes, is our highest point value. Something that's so in theme that it counts the highest one. So last year's theme was scary clowns. So murderous clowns got you the full point value. Um, if your one point hits that full point value, 
Like, obviously, you're watching something that's in theme. You would get six points for that title. So if you were watching, let's say, a George A. Romero documentary about Night of the Living Dead, hmm, that might be worth six points. Hint, hint. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, you know, so look for those six-point wild cards. They do exist. Um, now, what counts as a two – okay, so – this is Amendment D, and this is directly related to our uh, bonus points and our automatic triple bonuses. And uh, this year's highest point values will be films that were released as an American film. Okay, so this is the U.S. release date, not the first release date, not the later, the, the U.S. release date of December 2016 to present is accepted for the automatic triple bonus. So any film that dropped between December 2016 and now through the madness is worth our highest point value. So that means anything recent. And I pushed it to December to catch some of those late releases that really didn't get a good uh, pickup until January. A good example of that would be The Girl with All the Gifts or The Autopsy of Jane Doe. A lot of people didn't get to really see those films because they weren't really available until January, even though they technically dropped in December. So um, there is a website called The Fright Meter. Myself and Queenie are part of it. Um, If you go to their website, they actually usually have a pretty comprehensive list of all the films, horror films that have been released in the the past year, and you can use that list. Um, I highly recommend it to, to use that list as a way to keep an eye on things in the madness. Uh, so, um, but wait, there's a question. What's the question? I hear a question. Oh, yes. This question is, but what if it was at a film festival and it didn't drop until 2017? Ah, that does happen. For example, last year's mascot film was a first film that was unreleased on the poster during the madness, and that was Circus of the Dead by Billy Pond, the scary clown movie. But it actually got a release as um, to the public in January 2017. So even though it had a film release, a film festival release in a two years running, it ran the circuit for quite a while, it still counts as a full point, as, as our highest point value, because it technically got the distribution deal in 2017. So that's how we're playing that. Same with the autopsy of Dane Joe. Uh, even though it dropped in, once again, in December, most people, it didn't get a full release until January, when most people got to see it. So I'm accepting that title for the highest point. Also, converse-wise, if you go to a film festival during the madness, like the Nightmares Film Festival in Columbus, Ohio, for example, um, you can count those films at the highest point value. So, uh, So any films you see at a film festival during the madness are the highest point values. Any films released between December 2016 and now highest point values in the madness. So awesome. Lots of things to see. So movies like Get Out will be highest point values. It Comes at Night will be highest point values. 50, what is that, that, that shark movie? 47, 57 feet down? 47 what was meters that? down. or 47 yeah, meters down, would, I think, was the name of it. That's, uh, that's going to be our ATB for the highest point value. It, for sure. Mother. Mother is also the highest point value this year. Uh, so anything that's considered horror is is going to be our highest point this year. So now, 
I, we would talk about watching films, and this is a film horror contest. But you know what? This is the holiday season, and I really want you to enjoy yourself. So at some point, you're just going to be like, i got to get off my butt and go do something. Well, you can still have that count for the madness. We do accept outside Halloween seasonal events and like amusement parks and fall festivals for points. So we call those outside events. You get two points. Um, for any outside seasonal event that you do. So, you know, if you go to a fall festival, you go to a film festival, you get two points to the film festival plus the movies. You also get to count the films, too. Um, this is not a cute cow's party. Uh, so it has to be like an organized event to get these points. Uh, however, even better this year, I'm giving a special bonus. I've brought back one of my favorite bonuses I give during the madness, the dark ride and walkthrough bonus this year. Uh, so, uh, if you're, there's, um, so if you go to, let's say an amusement park, like, uh, uh, Orlando's Halloween Horror Nights, you get two points for Halloween Horror Nights, plus you would get points for any walkthroughs you did per walkthrough. So you could clean up at uh, Halloween Horror Nights or even, let's just say, going to Disneyland, you go to Disneyland, a majority of their rides are dark rides. So you get two points for the event at Disneyland, plus any dark rides or walkthroughs. You get points for them, too. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. So get off your butt and go do some great stuff. There's a lot of things to do this time of year, especially on the East Coast. Walkthroughs are amazing out here. Um, I'm also doing a, cu- a couple of road trip challenges for Italian ho- – ro- it's called the Italian Horror Road Trip Challenge. And I have three of those. I'll get into details in a minute. One's actually already active because it's currently on tour. Uh, one of Eric Polk's favorite movies, and it's a very popular one during the madness every year, is Suspiria by Dario Argento. I am yep. not a huge fan of Dario Argento, but there is this beautiful 4K transfer Suspiria that's been on tour for the last few weeks. And um, if you go see that uh, during the madness, I'm actually giving a special bonus for specifically seeing the 4K transfer of Suspiria. Uh, if you see it with not in the 4K, it's going to be worth six points as it is already. Uh, but if you go see it on the road trip, it's actually ten points. So um, go watch Suspiria either way. Uh, I just went to Italian Horror Fest with Aaron Marie, and we actually um, saw not uh, Suspiria, but we saw what, uh, uh, Blood and Black Lake by Mario Bava. And Great Tenebrae. movie. Well, it's not Tenebrae, but uh, the 4K transfer was Blood and Black Lace by Mario Bava. And boy, was it beautiful. It was absolutely stunning. That's yeah, a great and movie. I, uh, oh, yeah. It, it was so these 4K transfers are really starting to rock. And it's really good for Italian horror films, especially the ones that were shot in Technicolor, like Suspiria. Uh, you know, Suspiria was one of the last films to be shot in Technicolor, and it's gorgeous for that reason i just wish it um i just wish it held up at the end the the, the ending always bothers me but that's just me um (coughs) and last but not least now i know a lot of people go wow there's a lot of shit going down in the madness when am i ever gonna have time i have lives yeah you have lives we all do matter of fact i actually had a baby and buried my father during a madness i'm not kidding you that really happened my i had a baby during the madness and my father died during the madness. So, uh, you know, life does get in the way of your madness occasionally. Um, 
Uh, I don't expect you to stay on when your father dies. I would never expect that. But if you have a uh, – I do allow personal challenges and work handicaps. If you ask your judges, they have to be all approved by me. But a personal challenge, like if you know if you're going to a uh, horror convention and I know there's somebody that happens to be related to our theme, you can get some extra points by doing something that I assign you to do while you're there. Or if you have a work handicap, let's say – you're doing a walkthrough, like you go, oh, I gotta, I'm working five days this month at a walkthrough and blah, blah, blah. I will give, um, I can give uh, handicap points uh, for that and add that to your overall score. So, Erin Marie, did you have a question? No, I was just going to say, like, my Greg Nicotero um, one from last year, plus since Ethan Embry's on the wild card, he's going to be at Walker's Talker this year along with a couple of others, so I might get some fun challenges in. Oh, yeah. No, and Ethan Embry is going to play very prominently in the Madness this year because he was the star of Devil's Candy, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. So so those are the amendments which make no sense but <laughs> when you read them on the cart. But you'll notice if you look at the rules, it'll say C Amendment D, C Amendment B, and you can go back and look at them and see how, how it augments. But once again, don't get hung up on the rules. It just means that you know, if you get so confused, just ask. Most everything you're going to watch is going to be accepted. It's just a few things are accepted certain ways to just make it easier for us to score. Believe it or not, it has to do with work. So um, now that we've gotten through all the wild cards, all the rules, we're to where it matters, the gravy, the fun stuff. This is the stuff you're going to look for. This is the films that we want. Once again, though, I want to say this, and everyone repeats after me after I say, all horror is accepted during the madness. Repeat after me. All, All horror, horror is accepted, is accepted during, the during the madness. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. But some films are going to be worth more than others, and that's what we call 10 years of bonus points. So the bonus points this year were compiled by you. Once again, the public, thank you very much for helping us. I put up polls for about eight weeks straight with various bonus points over the years. And I have now compiled, with your votes and a little tweaking, I have compiled it to 10 elements with, um, or 10, uh, with 10 points with bonus elements that you can watch during the madness. Now, these 10 points have multiple elements in them. So there'll be lots of different things in one element. It only has to hit one part of that bonus point to claim it. A normal film, let's say if you're watching a normal two-hour horror film, um, you know, two points that you can get up to three of these ten bonus points. So most horror films will be five points if they were maximum. If you had a two-point film and you hit three, it would be five, five points. We don't do high points. We keep it low, five points. Now, there's also, once again, automatic triple bonuses, which are films so in theme that they are our highest point values, and we give an extra point for that, and that is six. No two-hour horror film is going to be higher than six points unless it's a part of a challenge. So, once again, no two-hour horror film will be higher than six points during the madness. Uh, so, and once again, don't get hung up on the points. It's up to us, but just so you know. So I don't want to see, like, it's not cumulative. You get that point, you get it, boom, you have it. So are we ready to read them? Here we go. Bonus point number one, what you are watching. 
has an initial American release date or a television show has a first season debut from 2007 to present. So once again, an American release date or a television show had a first season debut from 2007 to present. Films released in 12, 2016 through 12, through 2017 to present or episodes from the most current season are automatic triple bonus. So once again, so if you're whatever the current, so all of blood drive, that one lonely season of blood drive would be worth automatic triple bonus. Handmaid's Tale would be automatic triple bonus. The current season of Walking Dead, which will debut during the madness, would be automatic triple bonus. The current season of American Horror Story, Cult, would be an automatic triple bonus. So there's going to be a lot of television worth a lot of points this year. Um, and once again, go to the Fright Meters page, and you can see a nice blast of all the horror films that have released um, that are eligible for highest point values this year. <clears throat> so that's number one, and that's the only original uh, bonus point this year. The rest of these bonus points were taken from other bonus point, other other madnesses past, so the last ten years. So number two, one of my favorites, one of Erin Marie's favorites. What you're watching was seized, banned, or forcibly censored by a quote Western nation or by a state major county or city in the United States of America. So, so anything, a Western, if you want to know what a, a Western nation is defined, there is an amendment, Amendment D for that. And I go into what, uh, and we also, uh, what I consider a Western nation, uh, which is basically most European and United States, Canada, North America, um, and Hong Kong. I also count Hong Kong as a, um, in this case. So, <clears throat> Our automatic, this has an automatic triple bonus embedded in it, and um, this year's, and so the original video British nasty list from the 80s is, is an automatic triple bonus. So anything from the original 72 British video nasty list is worth six points this year. Um, <clears throat> any questions before we go? Mm, nope. No, but you just made oh. me a very happy person with all the automatic triple bonuses. Oh, there's a lot this year. This is going to be a high score this year. People don't even have to work too hard to get the high scores. Uh, a child <laughs> age 14 or under, this is number three, a child age 14 or under is an antagonist or a protagonist in what you are watching. Child is a zombie, automatic triple bonus. So, uh, so if you're watching a horror film with a child zombie, that would be our highest point value. Uh, which would also, because uh, Dead Alive has a very famous scene with a zombie baby. Uh, this is actually from the bonus point of uh, in 2009, the Bad Baby Blues, where I actually had a baby. So, uh, so uh, um, that was baby theme that year, baby horror. So, <clears throat> number four, and this one is from our odious oozes and sentient slimes year, the year that the uh, in 2010 when the oil spill happened, I developed a, a madness around that and this is number four a living person is transformed by toxic waste a liquid or a parasite virus into a hideous gross creature or humanoid genetic mutation our automatic triple bonus for this one is transformations by animal bite into zombie 
automatic triple bonus. So that means an animal bite into zombie, which is not very often, but it does happen. Automatic triple bonus. So <clears throat> number five is from our classic creatures year, and it's very straightforward. What you're watching features more than one classic universal bonus, uh, universal monster. No, and and that one does not have an automatic triple bonus. There's only five automatic triple bonus out of the ten. So, so what you're watching has more than one classic universal monster. So maybe not the original Dracula is is got a, a bonus point, but any of the other Draculas that feature Frankenstein and the Wolfman, House of Dracula would be an excellent example. Would get a bonus point for that. Um, Number six, and one of my favorites, this is from Hack and Slash, um, if a celebrity plays themselves or a future A-lister is killed, and what I mean by A-lister, he cannot be the star of what you're watching, but must have a major supporting role and at least one blockbuster release to qualify. So who would be a good example of that, Queenie? A good example of, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I well, the first one that comes to mind usually is Jason Mewes in in um, mm. what's in Feast. He was in that. Um, uh, oh, uh, Tom yeah, Hanks and okay. uh, He Knows You're Alone. That's a good Tom one. Tom Hanks and he's yeah, good one people too, watch yeah. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So things like that. George Clooney was in a horror film and he mm. died. He Return to Horror High. Uh, yeah. So you know, it, it, so yeah. So look for those. Future, uh, you know, future A-lister is killed or plays themselves and dies uh, in a show. Henry Rollins, he he dies in a lot of movies, and so he, he get, you can count him. Um, <clears throat> number seven is from the video Nasty Year. It's one of my favorite bonus points. It has multiple elements, but they're fun. Okay, actual human remains, full frontal nudity, gen- genital muta- mutilation, Cannibalism or an eye gouging, stock footage accepted. So, uh, you know, so if you're watching, let's say, and this happened a lot during one year, uh, Video Nasty Year, we were watching uh, uh, Walking Dead. I was getting eye gouges every episode. So you get a bonus point for that. <laughs> or somebody, you know, so that's a good one. So once again, actual human moraines, full frontal nudity, genital mutilation, cannibalism, or eye gouging. If, you, if, there's one, if you see any of that in one of your films, you get a point for that. Number eight is if a man in suit, stop animation, dynamation, or practical puppetry are used for the creature effects. So, you know, so once again, man in suit, kaiju, stop animation, Ray Harryhausen movies are accepted during the madness, uh, practical puppetry, like pumpkin head, all of that would get that point. And if your creature effects is a zombie, once again, practical, so not these World War Z zombies, real practical effects. Uh, automatic triple bonus. So if you get a really good quality creature effects movie, like Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Tom Savini, uh, all those are going to be worth points. So, oh yeah. So number nine, last two are locations, nine and ten. Uh, we always have locations in our bottom bonus points. Uh, number nine, if you're, what you're watching takes partly takes place in a cavern, mine, transportation tunnel, sewer, ancient tomb, or catacomb that came from our darkness year. Or, number 10, what you're watching takes place in a temporary carnival, traveling circus, or boardwalk. So if it takes place in one of those locations, you get a point for that. So that's the bonus points this year. What do you think? I think it's my best bonus points I've ever written, to be honest with you. 
No, Good. some of my favorite bonus points of all time are in there, especially the band in the Western uh, <laughs> society. That's, again, that's one of my favorites. Once again, I was saying that I wrote them, but honestly, once again, I wrote them, but they came from, but they, the, the, they were picked by you, the people. The people picked them. Uh, so uh, so all of these have been bonus points or a version of a bonus point before except for number one. And I thought it was really amazing, like, what, what was finally chosen as the ten. I think that was great. So thank you, folks, for that. So to reward you all, on the first week, it's very confusing. When we talk about madness, it's madness. People are crazy. There's chaos. People are questioning things. I don't know what's going on. Judges are spinning like tops. And there's just it's absolute insanity going on around here. So I actually give secret films out in the first, and usually they're mostly found in the first week. This does a couple of things. One, it kind of pushes everyone towards the same films in the first week. I don't like to push people to watch the same films, but I'm trying to gravitate so it's easier for us to learn the scoring system because I'm doing this for the judges as well. We're trying to train ourselves how to score you guys fairly because, you know, it's, remember, this is the honor system and it's all subjective. So sometimes we, even us judges can argue over points. We do that all the time. So, so if you're uh, so we have ten secret films that are hidden. That if you hit them first, um, you get an extra bonus for. So the first person to post a summary. This is why we have a minimum on week one. The first person to post a summary with one of these horror films will get an extra points. For more information, see rule number five and the scoring sheet. Read the clues and see if you can figure them out. After these films are discovered, if anybody else watches them, they will be scored by the normal point system. And they are in in-release in release date order. And this is the 10-point bonus secret films. Are you ready? Yep. Don't answer them. Just read them, okay? And secretly, okay. And, 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 since, and Eric and Aaron, since you guys are contestants, just quietly write them down. Don't, don't say what they are, okay? Don't blow your wives. Because I know that, Eric, you're going to be able to figure this one out pretty well. Because you were a part of our horror Jeopardy for a couple of years. So you know your horror trivia. So Yeah. <laughs> All right. So 10 points. This was actually pretty easy. But um, 1968, horror host Bob Wilkins gave this its world television premiere. It changed everything. 1979, Italian composer Pino Donaggio scored this quirky American horror film. Doc Terror James Harris said this was the first horror film he fell in love with. 1986. This director said he was coked out of his mind. The movie does have an evil coke machine, but I'm not sure that's what he meant. <laughs> 1990. Richard Stanley directed this low-budget Terminator knockoff, as critics called it. But he head bangs all the way to the bank as it grosses, grossed almost $6 million domestically. And if you know anything about 1990, that was pretty good money. So, 2002. Star Wars The Last Jedi's director, Ryan Johnson, was the editor on this creepy Build a Fred horror film. 2016. This film took fast the fast zombies of World War Z and did it better. Thank, thank you, Jumong. That's a big clue, Jumong, that they are too stupid to open doors. 
12, 2016. So this is technically a 2017. It came out in 2000, uh, in two, uh, December 2016. This, uh, the director's 2010's wonderful troll hunter wanted to prove something, that he was more than a found footage filmmaker. He sure did, and he had a surprise cult hit this year. Another 12, 16. If you force a vegetarian veterinarian to eat a rabbit kidney, it's the itchy rash will be the least of their problems. Queenie, this is for you. You ready? You're in the secret Ooh. bonuses this year. 12, Ooh. 2016. In Queenie Todd's Jump Scares, number one. So number one, the first one, Queenie Beast said this was the best film that week, despite reviewing <laughs> and loving The Void as well. 2017, the last of the 10-point movies. Some say this is one of the best horror films of 2017. Some say this isn't a horror film at all. But the real monsters are often human and not the virus that's attacking them. So those are our 10-point secret films. And then there's three 15-pointers. 2002, 15-pointer. Play this party game and win big. But the choices you make, you have to make really suck. <clears throat> 1983. Yeah, these are not in release order, by the way. When I met James Harris in person, he was wearing this T-shirt. The villain in this film also plays the villain in Robert Altman's Popeye. 2007. The head Hunter, This was the head Hauntress's favorite film during the first year of the madness. It also was my number one film that year. Saw it in the theaters three times, despite its three-hour and 13-minute runtime and flopping domestically. And last but not least, our secret 20-pointer. If you get this one, I'm gonna, I, I actually think this one might last a couple weeks before we actually uh, see it. But 1990, Toby Hooper, rest in peace, made this USA Network made-for-TV movie with featured roles for Anthony Perkins, Arlie Ermey, and Dee Wallace. So those are the secret clues, ladies and gentlemen, and they'll be part of the rules. You can read them and figure them out, and the first summary to have one of those will get an extra bonus. So any questions, judges, and contestants? Um, no, pretty much. You pretty much covered everything. Great. We have a caller. Let's see who it is. Hi. 240 code. you're on with the sexy witches. Hey, how are you guys? Hi, who is this? Uh, Amy from Blood, Guts, and Social Commentary. Oh, hi, Amy. How you doing? I met her <laughs> at Scares That Cares. How you doing? How's your blog doing? Well, well. <laughs> yes, we, we just cracked 2,000, so that's kind of nice. So, <laughs> Congratulations on that. So... Um, so, uh, you've been listening to any of this? Uh, yes, I have. Do you have any questions? Um, no, I'm going to assume I can kind of figure it out as I go. <laughs> oh, you probably will oh, yeah. be um, able to. Absolutely. Like I said, don't get hung up on these rules. This is just, you know, this is just how we play the game. But once again, if you watch a lot of films. You can do the madness. Um, so um, since our theme this year is 2017 films, what's your favorite film of 2017 this year? Uh, I actually haven't been able to get to the theaters or anything yet. Um, get Out came out this year, right, though? 
Yep, they, sure did. Yeah, because, yeah, we did enjoy that because um, I really want to go see it and all that, but just can't. So that'll be fun. Well, our, if you're joining us for the madness, by the way, you get five points for calling in tonight. Congratulations on that. It'll be added to your overall Yay. score. And, um, you will get uh, plenty of time to catch up with all those films you haven't seen. Yeah. I'm hoping I can tie it in with research watches, and that'll that'll work well. <laughs> Excellent. So, well, thank you for calling in. I got to Amy. <laughs> Write me down. And uh, we are going to read our, the next section of the Madness Rules. You're welcome to stay on. These are the okay. special bonuses and challenges. We always have little extra things to do on our outside events. We mentioned one of them earlier. And it was the Dark Ride Fun House Mirror Maid Walkthrough Bonus. So I'm giving a special two points for riding any dark ride, visiting a mirror maze, or seasonal walkthrough or fun house during this year's madness. Seasonal attractions with multiple walkthroughs count for two points each one. So let's say if you go to Amherst Asylum in Pennsylvania, which is one of the most famous walkthroughs in in Pennsylvania. They actually have three separate walkthroughs at that one. So each of those count two points each. So that would be a six-point visit to Penhurst Asylum, for example. Um, Or if you go, like, to the – if you go, like, to the uh, shore, like Ocean City and ride in Trimpers, they have the Haunted House by Bill Tracy. That would be worth two points. So there's lots of ways to get two points. However – if the dark ride, mirror maze, or seasonal walkthrough or funhouse is themed like a film from 2017 or with zombies, it's worth five points. So let's say if you're going to Halloween Horror Nights and you walk through the Ash versus Evil Dead walkthrough that they have this year, because that's a current television show that came out in the last 10 years, you're going to get full points for that, and it'll be a five-point walkthrough. So that's awesome. So definitely go see your seasonal haunts and walkthroughs and even the little ones. You know, one of the best walkthroughs I ever did in my entire life was a $3 ticket in New Jersey. It does happen. And, you know, big or small, it doesn't matter. Go visit your local haunts. Support your local Halloween because there's a lot of kids and adults out there doing a lot of creative work, and we want to support them to keep this holiday fresh and happening. So, <clears throat> any questions? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. So, this year has a special section because, once again, this, this whole season is devoted to my friend, Dr. James Harris, who passed away in, um, in April of this year. Um, died 36 cancer, way too young. He, he came onto the madness in the fourth year as a contestant, and he just kind of went crazy. He ran with the horrible. He won second place that year, and we instantly became real friends. Uh, we started uh, collaborating together. We wrote together, and this lasted for years, and he helped me with every madness including 2016 last year as he was he was ailing he actually helped me with the team banners that year he died way way too young i want to say this again fuck cancer everyone fuck cancer we don't like cancer cancer cancer. i i mean not only i miss him so much i mean and on top of it he was not just he was obviously a great family man and he was also an excellent musician and and he was everyone feels like when he died we just lost 
someone that we all felt were our best friends. So Doc Terror's Memorial House of Horrors, Doc Terror Forever. So I've done a special memorial section for him and brought back some things from the video nasty year that I thought would be fun to do. So I'm giving a special automatic triple bonus to anything associated with the following list of people. So this is kind of like the wild card list, but instead this is full point values. Automatic triple bonus. For any, any film related to, get ready, a lot of Italians, but there's a few extras here too. Mario Bava, Lamberto Bava, Lucio Fulci, Dario Agento, Bruno Mattai, George A. Romero, rest in peace, Michelle Sauvi, Jess Franco, he's a Spanish director, Pino Donagio, who I mentioned earlier, he's a composer, Paul L. Smith, actor, Toby Hooper, the director, Riz Ortolani, Ortolani, Riz Ortolani, he's a composer, he did uh, Cannibal Holocaust, but he's also did a lot of other scores, Peter Cushion, and last but not least, Roberto Lenzi. So, if any of those if you watch a movie with any of those people, it will be our highest point value of six points for those titles. And I also brought back the Video Nasty Marathon Challenge. Once again, the original British Video Nasty list is six points for all the films, and there is a picture of all those films, which films they are. They're very specific. You can, believe it or not, get them all in in the month. It is possible. It averages about 25 movies a day if you try to get all of the 72 video nasties in um and if you do that you'll get an extra little bonus at the end and it will be worth 450 points to watch all the video nasties so that's a big chunk of change there so 450 points if you watch all 72 british video nasties um if you don't they'll be scored at six points, so it's an easy grading system. You don't have to look at the bonus point list. They're all six points. And to continue the Italian horror, we have the Italian Horror Road Trip Challenge. Um, Challenge one, like I said, is already in progress. Watch the 4K restoration tour of Suspiria by Synapse Film. This event is worth 10 points plus mileage at one point an hour. So if you live over 50 miles away, you can count your mileage at one point an hour to go see this. So, and this is retroactive to August 25th. So if anybody's listening has already seen the screening, you can count it. Just let me know. Uh, challenge two, and this happens later in the month. Attend Frise Tufulci North American Tour. Um, Frise, the, the scorekeeper, he is doing a, his, conducting his best scores live on a tour all over the country. You go see one of these events. This event is worth 10 points plus mileage, and I have a list for that as well. Challenge three, attend the Goblin Sound of Fear North American Tour. This event is worth 10 points plus mileage at one point an hour if you live 50 miles or more away from the performance, and I'll also have tour dates for those. If you complete two of these challenges, it's worth 30 points. If you work, complete all three, it's worth 50 points. Last but not least, our final challenge, and this one's going to be fun. You see, this is the Sexy Witches. This is our last episode for a month. We will come back on Friday the 27th, so a month and a week away, because um, I'm too busy doing the madness to actually do a podcast. But we're going to do a special Halloween episode. We do it every year. Uh, the first hour will be devoted to horror hosts, which has always been our annual thing. But the second two hours, because we're going to do a special three-hour episode. Oh, my God. What's going to go on? We are going to actually watch 
the first two episodes of Stranger Things 2 together as a live binge watch on on Friday, October 27th. So so that's Stranger Things 2 challenge, so save that date. And I'll have I'll have a, a vet page and special scoring for that event as well. There'll be point extra points to watch it as the group, and there'll be extra points to call in while the live broadcast is happening. So keep an eye out for the Ch- Stranger Things Two Challenge event page, and and that's it. That's that's the madness. That's the madness for the year. Uh, just remember some few things. Just Please, in your weekly summary, remember to just tell the judges why you think a bonus point or a wild card. Uh, you don't have to get too specific. Just tell us why. Because, you know, some, believe it or not, as knowledgeable as my judge base is, they sometimes haven't seen the movie you've seen. So they don't know what's in it. So let them know. Oh, there's a vampire in it. Okay. We'll write about a vampire in it. You know. So just let us know why you think it's worth that, why you think there's a wild card or why you think it counts as a bonus point. But don't worry about the scoring itself. If you get it wrong, that's fine. We tweak the scores. That's what our judges are for. So don't get hung up on the rules. Once again, it's like a top lid of a board game box. All these rules sound complicated. It really isn't. Because if you can watch as many horror films and post a short summary once a week, you only have to do it four times, you can win the madness. And it's not really a prize. We don't do this for a prize. We do this for the love of horror. But if you do, quote, quote, win, you get admin rights to the Horror Madness Group. You get an annual poster courtesy of 8-Brick Frank Browning, which I will post right after broadcast tonight. And, of course, as Queenie knows, bragging rights for the whole year, which matter. Really, you know, we love our bragging rights. So that's it. So, ladies and gentlemen, Start your cues. As soon as I'm off air, I'm going to post these bitches. And then you just got to click the link. Go to the group page. You'll see it linked there. I'll also have it on my profile. Click the link and scroll down to the bottom of the comments and say, I'm in. And, or it's madness or whatever the fuck you want to write. Just write it in. And the first 40 or so people will get in. And I'll put a wait list out as well for people. But I've never not had anybody that wanted to be in the madness get in. So try, just keep going. We will always, we love the more people, the merrier. So that's it. No more else. We have five teams. We have six, well, we have six teams this year, a seventh if I join in. Um, Queenie is Team Blood Drive. Chris Qualls is Team Juggernaut. Not Juggernaut, Joggernaut, based on Get Out. You should see his little poster. It's so cute. Nathan Hamilton, the son of Celluloid, he is Team Nasty. Uh, Raven Jasper Hawk, she's Team Jigsaw. Niepra Rom, who is uh, a, a friend of the madness, she is Team Good Guys, and which is my old team name from the uh, Attack of the Automaton years, which was Evil Robots and Dolls. And last but not least, our two-time champion, Newt White, this year decided to throw her hat in the ring as a judge. And so she's judging for the first time this year, and her team's name is the Losers Club for obvious reasons. Um, if, I become, if I join the Madness as a judge, I will be in the team upside down. I don't know if that will happen or not. <clears throat> we'll see how many we get. So do we have any final questions before we leave for tonight? I'm done. I'm done. I'm good. All good. I don't know. Fork in it. It's done. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I think we did pretty darn good. Um, you know, I, I'm excited for this madness, and um, I hope the the 10th year is worth. I hope y'all. Oh, we have one more caller. Let's see. Hello. Oh, go on. There we go. Hello. You are Hello. on the sexy witches. 
Who is this? Hello, long-time listener, Hello. first-time caller. No, it's me. It's Aaron. Oh, uh, no, no. It's Aaron, <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> well, it's madness time. I'm good. So I've been get... listening to the show and really enjoying it. It's a great show. Oh, tonight. good. Thank you. Thank I, I, you. And, and, you and get... Natalie's listening, too. So Natalie gets points, too. But I do have a question. Um, as I've been uh, listening and watching on blogtalkradio.com, all these wonderful posters are coming up. A lot of them are uh, parodies and pastiches of Beatles albums, but yes. with monster heads in place of the Fab Four. Yes. But there's one that I really need to know the story behind, and that's the Team Thatch Snatch with Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> I, I need to know what the hell's going on there. It's so awesome. Oh, Team, team Thatch Snatch. Yeah, that was um, – that was uh, Nathan Hamilton's son of celluloid's team name during the um, uh, during the uh, video nasty. nasty year. Yeah, and it it, nasty. the whole the whole title is I forget. Yeah. It's, it's not about it's about Margaret Thatcher and the chick that like exacerbate Mrs. Whitehouse, who exacerbated the video nasties in the eighties. So that's why that poster uh, looks like that. So and you'll notice it's also a parody of I Spit on Your Grave. So, uh, right. <laughs> so. And she's like blowing into an alcohol breathalyzer. I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's madness and it's awesome. <laughs> it is madness and it's awesome. So, yeah, that's what that one is. Yeah. So, what he's talking about is the slideshow that I have here on the podcast page. But if you want to see the full album, it's actually on the Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness group page. There's actually quite a few excellent albums. Uh, one with our banners, one with our posters. There's also one for the British Video Nasty List with all the screen capture slideshows from the documentary on the Video Nasty List. So if you want to know the name of the Video Nasties and the alternate titles, because sometimes they're different titles, so you have to look for them, I have that all for you in an album on the on the Madness Group page. So. And we have a breather, mouth breather. Get off my line. What are you doing? Uh. <laughs> mouth breather. All right, well, anyway, so that's it. I, I have one final thing, and then we can leave for tonight. Um, so I am leaving. Uh, uh, I'm not doing a community calendar, obviously, because tonight was all about the madness. Um, but on the 29th, I am going to Monster Mania 38 in Hunts Valley, Maryland. There, I got this breather online. Who is it? I mean, we can talk about this later, you know. <laughs> okay, but the headliners in Hunts Valley this year are Rose McGowan, Tobin Bell, Dina Myers is one of my favorites, Malcolm McDowell, oh my God, Michael Bean, Adrian Barbeau, who I love. I'll just wait. All right. Curtis Armstrong, Dean Kane, Doug Bradley, which, by the way, this will be the fourth media intervention this year that I've been where Doug Bradley has been and I have not gone to see him yet so I think it's time to go see Doug Bradley at Hellraiser because by the way folks yes I do because once again um, save the date right after I post the rules tonight tomorrow we'll start the warm up which is the two weeks leading up to October 1st we call that warm up to the madness and we do a bunch of uh, little things to get some points and get ready help each other cues There'll be at least one trivial bonus point session, which is when I actually do a bunch of trivia. It'll be from the films of, 
of 2000, the present. I will let you know when that is. We have one, one binge-watching challenge, which will be the Bigfoot challenge, which I'll talk about later. And we're going to have one early bird special this Thursday of a film that dropped in the theaters. But most importantly, during the madness, one more save the date. This is Friday, October 13th at 9 p.m. EDT, so our time. Eastern Coast time, we're going to have our annual Madden's viewing party where the group, whole group gets together and watch three films together. This year's films are The Void, The Devil's Candy, and a Madden's favorite, 1987 Hell's Razors, which had its anniversary yesterday. So happy anniversary to Clive Barker and Hellraiser. So Doug Wadley is going to be at Monster Mania, so maybe I'll make him a personal challenge. But not only is he going to be there, Barbara Steele is going to be there. The Soska sisters, Dean Kane, and CJ Graham is doing a special Jason photo op. So if you want to say, if you are a part of the madness and you see me at Monster Mania, take a photo for, with me, and that will be worth five points. It's always worth five points to take a photo with a contestant or a judge um, during the madness. So five points for that. So uh, that's it. We're done until the 27th of October when we come back and do our special Stranger Things 2 episode. We're, we're off air, but we're not gone. Go to Facebook. Go to the Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness. You'll find us there. Don't forget, Queenie Todd will be occasionally posting on her YouTube page um, what she's watching during the madness. And please, if you are an active contestant, read each other's summaries. You'll be really surprised what amazing things you'll discover you didn't know about or a film you've been on the fence on and you read their review. Oh, well, okay, I'm going to try it now. So remember, this is about movies, loving each other's films, talking about movies, and enjoying horror in the best time of year, fucking fall and Halloween season. So thank you. First of all, I want to thank my callers. Amy, thank you for calling. No problem. And, Amy, where can they find you on the interweb? Oh, uh, I have a YouTube channel called Blood, Guts, and Social Commentary. So and look every... for her. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, and every social media thing possibly imaginable is Blood, Guts, SC, and it's all on there. Excellent. So go see uh, Blood, Guts, and I'm sorry, what was the last part of that again? One more time? Social Commentary. Blood... Blood, guts, and social commentary on YouTube. So thank you, Amy. And your five points, and welcome to the madness. I hope your your novel year is, is exciting. Uh, Aaron Kogan, our L.A. correspondent, but always thank you again for calling. We love you when you call on the West Coast. Um, sure. Eric, yeah, and Eric Polk, thank you again for calling. Uh, madness would not be a madness without you. You, uh, you gave me my start on when I started incorporating the radio aspect to the show. You were the first one to allow me to do that, and I really thank you. And uh, the madness wouldn't be the same without you. So thank you. Well, thanks for having me on again. Oh, thank you. Queenie, as always, yes. sexy witch. You ready to bring it? <laughs> oh, you know it. Team Blood, team blood Drive. Good luck. Team blood have drive. a great madness. Team Blood Drive, and Heron Marie, my porn witch, my sexy porn witch. You ready to bring it as well? Nope. Oh, I guess Heron's not. Oh, Heron's going again. She dropped off. Well, Heron's ready. 
<laughs> and I was going to surprise oh, yeah. her because she's going to, she's going to, she's ready and she's going to be a team captain this year. She just doesn't know it yet. So, uh, I, you know, so yeah, she'll be my team. Yeah. So team captain. Uh, so once again, we'll be back on the 27th of October. So a month and a week away, we will be our special Halloween episode, a rare Friday episode. Friday, folks, we never do Fridays. Friday is usually a really bad day to do a radio show, but we're going to do a Friday show and watch the first two episodes of Stranger Things 2 together. So I'm going to leave you tonight with Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan was in the 2007 film Grindhouse with, uh, and in both Plant Terror and Death Proof, but a lot of people didn't know she also sang during that on the soundtrack to Planet Terror. So we're going to leave with Rose McGowan. I hope I get to meet her at Monster Mania. And thank you again. Good filled hunting. Enjoy your madness, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, look for me on the group page. I'll be there shortly. Good night now. <laughs>